Welcome to the Show Me Education podcast. Join us as we share best practices and show you the amazing and meaningful work of educators across Missouri and beyond. The mission of the Show Me Education podcast is to share stories that resonate with you and allow you to walk away feeling energized and inspired to improve education in your own community. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the learning. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Show Me Education podcast. My name is Jonathan Lee. I am one of the content leads here for the show. And I'm just going to do a real quick introduction because Rob Greenhaw uh, is really the host of this episode. And I just wanted to give a quick little shout out to him for doing an awesome job of uh, conducting some interviews at the Innovate 23 conference in St. Louis, Missouri uh, a couple weeks ago. So this episode is a accumulation of the uh, interviews he was able to conduct at that venue. We had a podcast row and Rob was gracious enough to hold down that booth for pretty much all day long. So this is a collection of the interviews that he was able to collect. The audio is not the best. In fact, the last one, our keynote uh, interview that he collected, I could not figure out a way to get the audio to really come through to, that you'll be able to hear him. So hopefully I'll be able to connect with William Martinez and we'll get that audio re-recorded and sent out in a future episode. But even for the ones that I have here, I did a lot of work on the back end, try to get that audio boistered up a little bit. It's still not the best quality, so I apologize in advance. You may have to do a little bit of adjusting up, adjusting down within your car stereo. Uh, but the content is great. Uh, we got some great people who can stop by to talk to Rob at this conference. So uh, enjoy it, and thanks again for listening. Check out the show notes on our website and connect with our guests. Uh, take it away, Rob. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Rob Greenhaw. Uh, welcome to the Show Me Education podcast. We're broadcasting from the Innovate Conference, which is happening uh, today, March 29th, down at uh, the Armory STL in downtown St. Louis. Uh, we have a guest here talking to us today. He presented this morning. Um, his name is Brian Dunn. Brian, will you tell us a little bit about the session that you presented? Hey Rob, thanks for having me, man. Um, yeah, so um, I did a session this morning on the role of movement in learning. Um, we talked specifically about um, how oftentimes as educators we're focused on students' brains uh, and growing those brains and helping them to cognitively process the information and skills that they're learning. Um, but our bodies are really important in that cognitive process and we don't spend a lot of time talking about how we can move uh, and some of the things that we can do as educators in our classrooms and as leaders in our schools uh, to help encourage movement uh, throughout the day. So we spent time talking about students and we spent time talking about teachers and, and administrators but then I also uh, tried to dovetail that into what does that look like as a person, right? How do yeah. you incorporate some movement habits into your own life um, 
And I encourage, you know, the people that were here this morning to just start small. Um, it doesn't have to be, oftentimes we think of movement as like aerobic exercise. Right. And yeah, aerobic exercise has been proven to help with, um, you know, improving cognition and memory and that sort of thing, um, spatial navigation. Um, but really we're talking about like, how do we better ourselves incrementally, uh, small changes, small wins, um, so that those, uh, become, you know, habitual in a way. Um, and we're helping ourselves more consistently. Uh, that sounds great. And that's totally not even what I was thinking that the session was about. So that's, <laughs> that's really interesting. So it's kind of like, so in my mind, sometimes like especially elementary school teachers will do something like a brain break where yeah. the whole class might yeah. stand up and, and do a little bit of physical activity. Is that the sort of things that you were talking to teachers about? Or was it more about just helping kids develop a routine in their personal life for, for more movement? Or what, what did you suggest so that's a fair question. We mentioned brain breaks, uh, you know, and I kind of joked that that's something that really, you know, we've learned out of COVID, right? Yeah, that yeah. we've got to incorporate that more and more frequently. And it's interesting that you say elementary too, because I think if you do walk into an elementary classroom and, and I get to do that on occasion, get, you know, tour some schools and walkthroughs and offer feedback for teachers. We do see that a lot in elementary schools, whether that's, you know, in a station uh, situation or they're doing brain breaks or uh, they're getting up to go to the carpet and coming back or you know uh, we did a little would you rather activity where we move from one side of the room to the would you rather do this or rather yeah, do that yeah, yeah, right yeah. just those little movement things um, that actually have been shown uh, to kind of help get us get the blood flowing right, right? right. Um, and so if we can incorporate those at the elementary level, we can certainly incorporate them at the high school level, which is my, my background. Um, it's a little scarier. Yeah. They're a little yeah. bigger. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more, uh, students are a little bit more um, apt to not be as receptive to those right. sort of strategies. Right. And so we talked a little bit about what, what we talked about earlier, starting small, incorporating music, um, challenging students. And, you know, students at the secondary level are... are cognizant of research so you yeah. can share these tools you know some of the things that we talked about and say this is how it works this yeah. is what research shows Let's be real upfront about why Absolutely. why should we do this because it's going to help you concentrate yeah. and think about what we're learning so yeah. we did a little breathing exercise um and, and research has shown that uh the the real sweet spot for trying to help uh control your breath um and get mindful benefits out of that is six breaths in 60 seconds okay. so that that I'm not a math guy, but if you break that down, it's, it's breathing in for five and breathing out for five. Okay. okay. So let's imagine sharing that with students, right? And saying, okay, wait, wait, let's challenge you, right? Yeah, can yeah. we do this for 30 seconds? That's, uh, you know, five yeah. in, five out three times. We can handle that. And I, I think back to my classes and, and some of them would have said, uh, I don't know, then, uh, but I often think if we would just start small there, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of research that shows that that'll help calm us down in moments of stress. Right. Uh, it'll it'll help a reset before we get to take a test or a quiz, right, that we're nervous about. So there are a lot of mental benefits to physical activities. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's great. Uh, well, Brian, thanks so much for stopping by the uh, the podcast row here at Innovate and telling us a little bit about your, your topic that you shared about today. Uh, look forward to hearing from more presenters throughout the day. Thanks, Rob. All right, everybody. Um, 
we have a, another guest for today's episode. Um, so I'm, I'm once again, I'm here at the Innovate Conference. Uh, we're in downtown St. Louis at the Armory STL. Um, really cool conference sharing innovative practices in education. Um, I'm in a, a section of the conference called Podcast Row. So it's a, a few different organizations that have a, a podcast. Um, so obviously I'm promoting the Show Me Education podcast, but in the booth next to me is a, a really cool group of, of students who have a podcasting club. Uh, so they're coming from Confluence Charter Schools in St. Louis. I think they're at the South City campus. Um, and the organizer of their club is a, a woman named uh, Ms. Nia Smith. Uh, and I have Nia here. She's going to tell us, I hope she can tell us a little bit about the podcast club and what they've been up to. Thank you. Um, so again, I'm Nia Smith. I'm an instructional technology coach with Confluence Academies at our South City campus. Um, we just started our podcast club this year. Um, it was started um, when I was in high school. Um, I went to Parkway South here in the metro area. Okay. And when I was there, um, one of our administrators, Bernard James, who's an on-air personality for iHeartRadio, okay. started a radio club. And it definitely gave me a lot of opportunities um, because it made me more confident in public speaking and just giving me an outlet to speak my mind on things that sometimes I didn't think people really wanted to hear or listen to me on. But, you know, being on air kind of was like, ah, it gives me an audience that I don't have to see, but I can still talk about those things. So yeah. um, I know how much it grew me as a young woman and I wanted to give those opportunities to students at South City Academy. And so my principal, she was like, let's do it. She bought all the equipment. That's neat. Um, we've had um, local media um, outlets come in and train our students. So we've had we've had BJ the DJ from iHeart, who was okay. my administrator in high school. Um, we've had Shorty the Prince from Hot 104.1. Yeah. Um, and he actually started as a middle school on-air personality. So really? he was like 12 when he got his first on-air spot and um, he moved all the way to BET as a host for 106 in Park, which was a lot like TRL on MTV, yeah, yeah. just for BET. Oh, I'm, I'm familiar um, with what I'm <laughs> Yeah. And so, um, we, so we've had people from uh, Brent Solomon from KD, KSDK. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember Chelsea's last name, but she does... Um, is it, I don't want to say the wrong title, but she's on Fox 2 News okay. and KPR... KPLR 11 and she does like Today in St. Louis for St. Louis Today. I'm yeah. butchering it, but um, they've had opportunities to really um, meet with people in the profession and one of the things that my students say a lot that they enjoy is that they have a voice. They're able to talk about things that sometimes adults don't listen to them about right. and sometimes even their peers and so it's very exciting to, you know, to give them that voice because you know, us all being adolescents at some point in our life, we know that there are things that we want to talk about, but don't always know how to open up and just say those things. And so this gives them an, like a semi-anonymous voice, yeah. but also gives them, you know, blind listeners. So it's like, I'm talking about it. I know people are listening, but I don't necessarily know who's listening. So I'm not too nervous That's to good. talk about it. That's so. good. Is there uh, any kind of age range, like our... Are all students invited? Or are you trying to focus on particular grades? So 
we my building is pre-k through 12 mm-hmm. um we targeted third through eighth grade mm-hmm. i'm sorry pre-k through eight Our i thought so i was like uh, yeah my apologies i was like wow but, that's um, big. my district's pre-k through 12 my school is pre-k through eight yeah and we targeted the three through eight students right but majority of our podcasters are six eight we have two that are in fifth grade but a lot of our lower level students i don't know if they really knew what podcast was right so um next year i'm gonna try to do like a split thing and just kind of you know maybe pull some of the younger kids in for like an exploratory type deal and be like hey this is podcasting you know you should yeah. check us out and if you want to be a part of this join the club so and then are they like interviewing people in their community or they just kind of talk to each other or is it both it's a it's a mixture of both um majority of their shows is just them talking to each other okay um they may bring in some other classmates or students around the building um i know they've interviewed a few district personnel all right um teachers um they are going to be there's a young woman um i can't think of her name at the moment but she was a immigrant at the age of 11 she came to the united states okay didn't speak any english um most of the a, a large population of my students are english language learners and right. so this young woman being a non-native english speaker at 11 taught herself not only how to speak english but to spell english words so well that she won the national spell oh wow i think like two years yeah, after coming I, to the States. Yeah. And so I can't think of her name. She's she's from St. Louis. Well, uh-huh. she, she came to St. Louis first from over from her home country. And she now lives in New York. And she's um, she said that when she comes back to visit, she's going to grant us an interview. But they've kind of been going back and forth via email and Zooms and things oh, like that. Oh, man, that, that so sounds it's, great. It's pretty awesome because we have a huge population of non-native speakers and right. it means a lot to them to be able to connect with someone yeah, pretty with a similar background inspiring yeah, yeah definitely um all right so final question is do the students like edit their audio content and do you publish the episodes anywhere um so the students are learning how to edit their um their episodes right now and once they've completed that we will launch a website okay where you can go and listen to their pre-recorded podcast so, all right yeah. all right neat um well again this is Ms. nia smith she's from confluence charter schools um and she's got the podcast club here from um south city and is the is the name of the podcast what is the name of the podcast the comments podcast the comments podcast so so be on the lookout for that uh, thank you so much for talking to us, Nia. Thank you. All right. All right. Um, we have another guest here at the Innovate Conference. Again, we're we're coming to you from the Innovate Conference in uh, downtown St. Louis. We're at the Armory uh, Armory STL. Um, we have uh, Dr. Ava Smith, who's working at uh, Confluence Academies. Um, and she's going to tell us a little bit about her own podcasting uh, experience. So she has a, a podcast called Tough. Uh, so she's going to tell us a little bit about that. And then she also has uh, an organization that she's uh, helping to mentor some some young female students um, called Shia. Her organi- organization is called Shia. So she's going to tell us a little bit about that. But uh, let's start with the, the podcast. So Dr. Smith, could you tell us tell us about the Tough podcast? 
Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so tough, the tough podcast. So tough stands for Teachers United for Fun. Um, we just started it myself and a young lady named Nia Smith. Um, we both work for Confluence Academies, as you stated. So I'm excited about it because we really want to reach educators on a broader spectrum or level, not just the education field or things that happen in the classroom, but outside the classroom. Because as teachers, we all know, we love our weekends. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we love uh, professional development trainings and things mm-hmm. that happen off campus. So talk about all the highs and all the lows from being in the classroom to even being outside the classroom and those challenges that um, yes. we go through as educators. Because a lot of times we do not know how to not take something home right. that we experience with our children. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to just dive in there and talk about all things. So, yeah. All right, I'm going to say something that could be totally off base from what what tough is about, but my experience as a classroom teacher on Fridays and this is, you know, I'm sure this is not exactly what tough is, but on Fridays we would have a happy hour with the teachers and it was so important to me because it was just that other people who are not teaching or who are not in my school they just didn't understand. So I couldn't go talk to my normal friends about what's going on at work or even my significant other didn't really understand. Uh, so actually being able to talk to other teachers about how I was feeling about about my own teaching, about, you know, whether it be behavior or, or student achievement or, or dealing with parents or it was just really important to talk to other teachers about that because they really knew they could relate to it a little bit more. So is it is it sort of like that just giving educators a way to hear from ed- other educators who are experiencing the same sort of things? Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, you hit that spot on the nail because we've actually had two happy hours already. All right, all right. And so yeah. we're excited to have more. And so those those happy hours were pretty cool. It was more of a fellowship, like you, said, uh-huh. like you stated before, where we got together, um, went to a, a bar, and we played Jenga and Connect mm-hmm. Four. And yeah. Had some card games going and just had that fellowship time. So That's good. It's definitely needed. Um, like I said, a lot of times teachers don't know how to separate mm-hmm. life, you no know, life in the classroom or in the education building, and not take it home to their families. And a lot of educators have kids, and they have yeah. husbands and wives, and so you just don't know how to release that and being able to, you know, communicate with other uh, coworkers and just other educators who experience the same things that you do. Right. Is is pretty awesome. So the happy hours are always, <laughs> always needed, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, water, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're definitely needed. And then tell me, like, is it, are the episodes usually just you and uh, your your partner, Ms. Nia Smith, or do you also have other guests on, or how does that work? So we definitely strive to have other people on to our podcast. Okay. Um, and so we are just not getting it started, and we're getting ready to start recording different sessions and inviting people to be to be on the podcast we're definitely excited about it because it won't be just audio we're trying to make it um, visual as well okay so cool be on youtube spotify our radio yeah um instagram yeah and so we're just trying to make sure that we can get it out there because we would love to just have educators not someone who's been experienced it could be those inexperienced teachers who just want to talk about all of the things because we learn from other people right and so we're right. definitely excited to have you. Neat. All right. Um, so that's awesome. So definitely keep an eye out for the Tough Podcast. Are you on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything like that? Or Podcast Beam? We'll be on Spotify pretty soon, probably in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, we already have our YouTube channel. It's Tough Educators. Tough if you, Educators. If you search, um, 
Um, and that's T U F F. T U F F. Yep. Okay. And then we have Instagram and TikTok currently. So if you also put in tough educators, you'll be able to find us on those social media platforms. All right. Cool. Um, so let's go over the the second innovative thing going on is you started this organization, which to my understanding is uh, targeting high school females and sort of a mentorship opportunity and it's called she she and that's an acronym so tell tell us a little bit about that yeah so i started the she effects back in 2018 so right before covid um and what i focus on well let me go back she stands for strong humble effective influencer and so i focus on reaching girls ages 12 and if you go all the way up to women 45 50 years old mm -hmm. um and so i like to develop them or try to develop them with those different acronyms that i stated before right um they tell so many different things right just being strong is not just your mom telling you when you're growing up go drink your milk so you right, right, right. Bones, right so strong is the mental aspect of things because mental health is real right and a lot of us have mental you know different difficulties or disabilities that we haven't tapped into and don't know how to deal with those things. So yeah. being in the high school area and have been a former teacher, kids experience so much trauma. Mm -hmm. And they don't have an outlet. They don't have a mentor. They don't have someone to talk to and show them and guide them how to deal with certain things. So that's yeah. one thing that I definitely try to focus on with them. Yeah. And I just have to listen here but give them solid advice um, through my experiences and things that I think that would help them grow into young women. Okay. So, um, I do have a book that I, I published, and it's called um, The She Effect. It's called The She Principles, with those four principles, but it's an interactive journal. So, for 30 days, they do this journal, and a lot of it focuses on gratitude because okay. that's one of the pieces that we as human beings, whether you're a man or a woman, we don't give gratitude and give thanks, whether it's to you know, ourselves or to someone yes. else. And we have so many negative connotations and thoughts that we go through every day. Mm -hmm. When you wake up in the morning, just say thank you. Right. I'm glad to be here. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I am someone. I mm -hmm. am a great person. And so I really focus on just saying things of gratitude and being thankful. The smallest, simplest things can change someone's mindset. So that's one thing that Yeah, I love that. All right, so just so I get it right, because it's strong, humble, uh, effective influencer. So yep. it's actually S H E I. Yep. Yeah. So yep. the she effect is S H E I. She yes. effect, uh, and that's also the title of your book. Yep. So it's called the She Principles. The She Principles. It's okay. On Amazon, and you can find it on my website www.drshe.com. Okay. Um, and it's funny. I never tell this story, but people say, "Where did you get that from? Where'd you come up with that?" So I have yeah. a really weird middle name. So my middle name is Vershika. Okay. Okay. No one that I know has that name. Yeah, I've yeah. Never had it. Um, because she combined dads, my mom, okay. and my name together. Awesome. So awesome. E R is Vernon. Uh -huh. S H E I is Sheila. Okay. Okay. K is Carl. That's my brother's middle name. And the A is for Ava. All right. So there we go. That's where she comes from. I don't think I've ever neat, told anybody. Neat, that, so. neat. It's, I took something I didn't like yeah. and turned it into something positive. So people, the, the young women who are participating in, in Shia, um, are you typically uh, seeing like a, a need? So you're working at Confluence Preparatory Academy, yep. right? So maybe uh, why 
during your teaching day, you might see a, a certain student who maybe could benefit from, uh, you know, a little bit of Shia, right? So uh, do you do you just kind of suggest it to them or how, do, how does that, you, you guys meet outside of the school, I, I imagine, um, or? So last year I met with some of them during school. We had um, an eighth period hour where we had just all girls. Right. Um, and so they just met in a classroom and I went in one day and just talked to them about just different, they were telling me different things that we were going through. It was a safe space. We kept that, you know, within us. And so that's when I just kind of mentioned some of the principles of what it means to be that. And just give them little tidbits, mm-hmm. not necessarily going too far in depth, um, but I have held different sessions. I had some at the library over in West Florissant area. Okay. Um, and those are called development sheets. And All so right. they were kids ages 12 to 16. Um, I had about 15 girls. And so Great. I gifted each one of them one of my books and we just kind of talked about positive affirmations and things they can do to kind of deal with some of the issues that we're going through. Right. And so whenever I do see young ladies who are different, having difficult times in the building or mm-hmm. some could be crying, you just never know. You can kind of tell when a kid is agitated, things of that nature. Yeah. You kind of try to pull them in my office. Right. Just have a conversation. Yeah. A lot of times cool. kids just need a conversation. Right. They right. Want someone they want to be heard, want to be seen. Right. Yeah. I got it. Um, well, Dr. Smith, thank you so much for taking a couple minutes and telling us about both uh, the Tough Podcast, so as T-U-F-F, and about uh, Shia. Uh, so uh, I hope our listeners can kind of, we'll put some some stuff in the show notes, so hopefully they can connect with you. Um, also, love your first name, Ava. That's my daughter's hey, name. So uh, we didn't get the middle name of Vershika, but you know. <laughs> but you said it <laughs> maybe, right. Maybe with the next kid, right. So, All right. So thank uh, you so much yeah, for having me. I appreciate Yeah, great to meet you. Thank you. All right, well, that brings this episode to a close. Thanks again to Rob Greenhall for manning our booth and podcast row at Innovate 23. Let this be a um, reminder to you. So if you happen to be listening and you have your own podcast that you would like to be a part of, podcast row at Innovate 24, Reach out to me, Jonathan Lee, at percent, or you can email me at jlee at edplus.org, and I'd be happy to get the information to you. You've got uh, almost a year. February 29th, 2024 is when our next Innovate conference is going to be. We'd love to have your podcast as part of Podcast Row. It's a great experience. I think Rob had a blast. I think his day went a lot faster than he thought it was going to be, uh, and it was a lot of great conversations uh, do we had so again apologize for the audio we still working on our beginner setup here but we will have to uh, make some adjustments and get some better audio quality in the future uh, thanks for listening and we will see you next time until then keep up the great work Thank you for listening to the Show Me Education podcast. Be sure to share your learning from the show with others. The Show Me Education podcast is a collaborative project between the Regional Professional Development Centers of Missouri with a vision of sharing best practices and showing you the amazing and meaningful work of educators across Missouri and beyond. Please subscribe to the show to catch all the wonderful content coming your way.